What's good, folks? Welcome back to the Gems Podcast. This is Deontay King, and I am here with you today. This is just you and me. All right, welcome back to Gems, man. Dropping gems on you every single week. Well, technically every other week, because that's when I drop episodes. But I'm glad to have y'all back, man. We hopping on here. And today, we are talking about selfishness and serving. All right? Now, these two can go hand in hand you know like they have some like they are able to relate quite a bit in many different ways but i'm gonna break them off all right i'm, I'm gonna separate them a little, like a little bit and talk about each one specifically now the reason why i'm putting them both together because technically you're either doing one or you're doing the other all right um and it, it can also have a play on your intentions so this is something i definitely want you to hop in your bible i definitely want you reading up on um and just just uh Get in tune with the spirit and check this stuff out for yourself. All right. Um, <clears throat> most of all, when it comes to selfishness and it comes to serving, you, you got to check the heart, man. You got to start with the heart. Make sure your heart posture is towards the Lord. Do everything for him and for his glory. Um, that's 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 number one. It's not much not much more that you can really build off off of that. If your heart posture is not towards the Lord and for His glory and for the kingdom, then either one of these can really go terrible. No matter what you want to do with it. All right. <clears throat> now, so we're gonna go ahead and jump in here. We're gonna start with selfishness first, and then I'll get to serving. Um, but yeah, guys, if y'all are um, follow me on any social media, you guys want to hop on the podcast, man, don't be afraid. I will feature you on here. Um, just let me know what topic you want to do. I'll even take, you know, I'll do your, do your favorite topic and, you know, we can come in, come on and talk about that. I might even let you, you know, lead the whole thing a little bit, start to ask questions. It's really about building community and just having great conversations, dropping gems on people, hoping that people can learn from what you have learned. And that's, that's really the goal of the podcast. So without further ado, let's get into it. All right, talking about selfishness. No word studies for these today. We're just hopping in the word, having conversation. I'm just, I'm just pretty much. It's gonna be me rambling, rambling a little bit about these topics and just giving a bit, a few um, examples, um, basically to start us off. So I'm gonna give examples. I'm, I'm pretty much just be explaining these things and the point I'm trying to make about them. Using these examples, hopefully you guys can see. Um, just just the way I'm thinking about it. Um, I want the body of Christ specifically, obviously, to be looking at selfishness um, simply in, in the way it is and how how just like deceptive selfishness can be, you know, um, as a person who really isn't that selfish, like I'm, I'm really not a selfish person. A lot of people struggle with selfishness a lot more uh, than others. I'm one of those people that don't really struggle with selfishness that much. My problem is actually giving too much sometimes, um, giving more than what I have or, you know, giving from a place that I don't have anything to give, you know, and that can be an issue. All right. That can also lead into selfishness. I'll explain further. Just just bear with me. But that's what I'm, I'm going to be getting getting into more of that stuff, because people think of selfishness as pretty much just only doing what you want. But selfishness is actually anything that has you 
and only you and nothing else but you in the forefront. All right. Now, there's nothing wrong with making sure that you're good and that you are okay. There's nothing wrong with that. All right. I'm not sitting here saying throw yourself in a pit while you help other people live better lives or whatever you want to call it. I'm just pointing out how many things selfishness has its little hands, little conniving hands into um, and just ways that we can spot these things. Because as we see in the Bible, Jesus does not lead us to be selfish. He leads us to be a servant. All right. So as we get into the word, we're going to get into Galatians chapter five. Uh, We're going to start in verse 18 and then go all the way through verse 21. All right. Here we go. It says, but if you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law. Now, the works of the flesh are evident. Then it lists sexual immorality, impurity, uh, sensuality, adultery, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries, dissensions, divisions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and things like these. I warn you, as I warned you before, that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Now, that's a great word, obviously. Really love that scripture. I actually, you know, use this scripture to just point out things that I struggle with, obviously, more than others. But I, I go down this list, man, and I, I try to check myself, or obviously, you know, in the spirit, just checking myself, making sure that that I am uh, submitting myself and being humble in all of these areas, man. Anything. You know, we are capable, we have a sinful nature. We are capable of doing any of these things at any time, right? We're capable of at doing any of them at any point, at any point in time. So we got to be working. We got to be grinding to stay in the word, stay in the Lord, stay in prayer, and making sure that we have these things submitted to the authority of the Holy Spirit and his power, all right? Walking in holiness, not these uh, acts of wickedness and acts of the flesh or works of the flesh, as the scripture says. <clears throat> Now, why am I reading all of those things? Because I was thinking one day, right, just pondering on selfishness. Because selfishness is actually something, it's just one of my pet peeves. I really don't like selfishness. <clears throat> I don't like the act of selfishness. I don't have a problem with people, but I just don't like selfishness, you know, that, that act of selfishness or that attitude of selfishness. All right. That's pretty much the issue I have with it. But overall, I was um, well back back to my point. I was thinking um, of selfishness. And I was just pondering in my mind, like, man, you know, as people, we are just selfish. You know, we want what we want, and we want those things when we want it. We want it right now. We don't want to wait for it. <clears throat> and we would do whatever we we are able to, or that's in our power, to be able to get those things. All right, so just pondering on that stuff and I'm thinking to myself like wow like it's not that, that's obviously not the case when it comes to God and I wonder why you know I I really ask myself why when it comes to God you know we don't make those same efforts we don't get as desperate we don't you know take risks and step out in faith and really reach for that thing when it comes to God we get hesitant we start to backtrack a little bit we start to you know just start pondering things in our mind to doubt ourselves or hold off. I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it the next day. 
I'll get up. I'll get up for church in the next 30 minutes. But we don't. We sit there, we ponder on it, and then we end up not doing it. All right. <clears throat> people, I, I've even heard people say that um, hesitation is basically disobedience. If you, if you've been commanded something by God and you're hesitating to do it instead of actively doing it right away, you know, with with quickness, without hesitation, that hesitation is a sign of disobedience, basically. All right. Now, when I was pondering these things of selfishness, right, I'm pondering this stuff, just thinking about it, you know, just how selfish we are. And I was thinking of these things, thinking of just sin and, you know, uh, the things that the Ten Commandments list or the commandments in general um, list. Not only that, but what was listed here in this scripture in, in uh, Galatians 5. And these th a lot of these things have selfishness in the root. And I was thinking to myself, man, just about any wickedness that you can think of, typically it has selfishness at the root of it. Majority of the time. All right. Now, that's something that I, when I was pondering, I'm like, man, that's that's crazy because I obviously am a person who does not like selfishness. I am more of a giver. Um, I'm, I do pretty well with encouragement. All right. I don't like when people are selfish. It's just, it's just something that bugs me. Naturally, I'm not like that. And I thank the Lord for making me that way. Um, am I saying I'm not selfish all the time? No, because that would be an absolute lie. I just don't struggle with it as much as other people do. But there are things that I do struggle with just as much now hitting on the things that i do struggle with right <clears throat> let's take my number one or was number one which is lust all right so lust is basically um having an eye out for obviously the opposite sex um in a sexual way having um Im impure thoughts about them and they are not your spouse giving to you in marriage or you know that got that godly covenant all right their body does not belong to you you have no covenant you are not bound and have become one that means you are lusting and therefore in your mind you're com you're committing adultery if you are married or you know whatever fornication if you're not married i guess <clears throat> so the point of that is you got a pretty pretty good gist of what lust is at the root of that it's selfishness right now, it can be hard to grasp at first, but really it's not. When it comes to lust, I'm looking at someone and I'm saying, I want that. That looks good to me. Right? That's what we're saying. That looks good to me. I want that. So in your mind, you can even try to have that thing already <laughs> in your mind. That's selfish. That person... You know, that body does not belong to you. First off, that body belongs to God. <clears throat> and second, that body will belong to a future spouse. Now, if you are married, not only will that body belong to a future spouse, you are obviously not that spouse. And third, you are disrespecting the body you already have, who is your spouse. That's the body you want to be looking at and desiring and wanting to love and you know to have sexual activity with not somebody else that is in the root of selfishness you're being selfish about things that aren't yours <clears throat> and you want it because you want it at the end of the day there's a lot of evil in the world 
<clears throat> a bunch of evil in the world and selfishness is at the root of it people want to go out and they want to gain attention and clout by killing others and you know just doing these terrible terrible acts heinous acts stuff that is absolutely not good at all just complete wickedness complete evil right we already know the stories we've seen them it's all over the news i really don't have to even say it it's all over the place not even just america it's everywhere it's everywhere that stuff is rooted in selfishness i want to be seen i want the world to be like this i feel this way so i want this because me 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 right that is selfishness you decide you want to go into a place and shoot everybody in there because you felt like the person at your job betrayed you over a spilled drink or something like that and threw you under under the bus to your boss you acted out of selfishness to bottle up your emotions take those emotions and cast them on people who had absolutely nothing to do with it see what i mean selfishness that is selfish not only that all right if we take that on the flip side right there's there's uh glorifying yourself or exalting yourself <laughs> and then there is uh making yourself too low right so this would be more than humbling or submitting yourself this is making yourself nothing basically or i guess you could say more than nothing because by doing this you actually raise yourself above others all right so you ever you ever encounter people who um <clears throat> basically play like a pity party no offense no offense but they basically have this pity party every time you come around this person something's wrong I don't know what, but something's wrong. They are having a rough day always. Every day is a rough day. Every day is a bad day. <clears throat> Every day they have an issue. Nobody else's issues matter. Nobody else probably even having issues in their mind. They're having a rough a rough day. They're having a bad time. But it's not just those like like one day or two days. It's every time this person has something wrong going on or something that's stressing them out or something that's bothering them. Then it plays into people who tend to say that they are not worthy of something. They, they're not worthy. They're not like others. Others get the better end of the stick. You know, I can go on and on basically. <clears throat> that is a sense of selfishness. So you can put it in the light of people who think they are too evil for God to save, right? How can you tell God who he can or cannot save? See what I'm saying? So you got people on the high side of it saying, I'm better than that person. Lord, how can you save them? Look at what they're doing. I'm better. Save me. Then on the low side is I'm absolutely terrible, which is true. I'm not worth it. I am now saying to myself, Lord, I'm too terrible that you cannot save me. How dare you? You are a creation of God, right? Did he create you so terribly that he cannot save you? Is, is, is he that weak that he cannot step into that situation and save you? You see what I'm saying? So your words, although you may even be justified in it, right? You, you may even be justified. Maybe your life is terrible. Maybe you are super low and just beat up and bashed and broken and hurting 
but God is still God. And by you saying that you are not able to be reached, you are limiting God's power, which is in it. That's an act of selfishness. All right. You're making yourself so low that you're making yourself high because technically you're putting yourself out of the reach of the power of God, which would then make you bigger or I guess in this case, smaller than God. It's not possible. There's nothing that he can't do. Nothing. All right. So we need to think of ourselves with a sober mind. The Bible even says that be sober, you know, and according to your, to the faith given you, that's where you do your works from. Right. That means with what you have, do what you can. That's that's literally what that means. God is going to bless you with resources, with things that you will have in your dominion. Each person gets their dominion as God pleases, as his spirit pleases. Right. And you have the job to do what you need to do or, or basically or what you've been called to do with those resources. Not the next person. Don't don't put your eyes on the next person. Stop looking over at him. Stop looking over at her. Stop worrying about what they're doing. You need to focus on what you have and how you can use that for the kingdom of God and how God is calling you to use that for his kingdom and for his glory. Right. Yay! Anything outside of that, you reaching towards selfishness. Now, I'm not saying, you know, you're, you're right there, but I am saying you're reaching towards selfishness. I hope that made sense. May have, may have not. But anyways, let's let's get in a, a, a little bit deeper. All right. <clears throat> Sexual immorality. I already went through that one. Right. Let's do adultery. <clears throat> Most pagan gods or any other false god. Right is stemmed to either a person with a lot of power or who had a lot of power or really praised among the other people, they exalt this person to a pedestal of being a god, right? Then, obviously, you have the gods that lead back to Lucifer. You know, you got your Zeus's and all these other pagan gods that typically lead back to Luc to Lucifer. Most of them lead lead back to Satan. You know, I mean, just just practically. But a lot of people don't realize that the false god that is in their life is actually them. It's actually the person looking in the mirror. You are so busy praising yourself. You are so busy worshiping yourself. That's why you don't have time for God. That's why you don't have time to get in your word because you're worried about how you look how your makeup is done, how your hair is done. Will this person notice me? Will that person notice me? How many likes do I have? How many views do I have? How many listeners do I have on this podcast? When will my next big podcast hit? When will my when will my name get bigger? When when will Jim's podcast become the best podcast in the nation? When will Deontay King become the best podcaster or the best, you know, uh the best evangelist or, you know, whatever the case may be, you can, you can fill in the blank anywhere. Me too. Me too. I got idols in my life and that stems from what? Selfishness. It stems from selfishness. All right. I can continue to keep going, right? <clears throat> Jealousy can stem from selfishness. Fits of anger. I deal with fits of anger. Okay. It typically stems from selfishness. I'm telling you firsthand. Anybody who knows Deontay King knows 
that I deal with fits of anger. I have a, a you know, a quick temper. Um, it stems from selfishness. So just trust me when I say that. All right. <clears throat> it stems from selfishness. Typically, I see a situation. I see it from my perspective. I see it from my point of view. What happened to me? And I get to react on it. I have a right to react on it. Now, in some cases, that's actually true. But it stems from a place of selfishness. And there's no way around it. There's no way around that. That's the absolute truth. <clears throat> All right. Now, let's move on to serving. All right. I'm going to end with this. I got like 10 minutes left. Serving, right? We're going to move over, over into serving. You can go down the rest of that list, right? And uh, just go through those um, acts or works of the flesh. And you can easily see that selfishness stems from these things. It's simple. It's really easy to see selfishness is in the root of these things man we got to stop being selfish and love one another as the bible commands us to all right, all right. serving in matthew chapter 20 verse 28 it says even as the son of man came not to be served but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many if you are serving right i don't care if you're serving in your church or you're serving others um outside of the four walls church because we are the church we are the body of Christ. We are his bride. So we don't need four walls to be a church. All right. If you're serving, you you need to do it as if you are doing it unto the Lord. All right. Because we serve from willingness, serve from love, not because of force and not because of uh, coercion, but because of love. And God is love. All right. That's a gem. Guys, if you're going to serve, make sure you are doing it from the heart, not for you. All right. Not not unto any other person, but because of the love of God and the love he's put into you to now share with others. The resources that he's given to you to now share with others, the platform he's given to you to now share with others, share with others. What the good news, the gospel of Jesus Christ, salvation that Jesus died for our sins, bro. Like, that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. So we need to make sure we are doing that. When it comes to serving, <clears throat> if you are a pastor of a church or you're involved in a church, you know, you have some pool in whatever church you go to, stop forcing people, but specifically kids. Stop forcing kids to serve, bro. Please, for the love of God. Now, parents, you are able to do whatever you want. You know, you can parent how you parent. It's your kids. But I'm letting you know right now, I've seen with my own eyes. Now, I'm not that old, so I'm not I'm not saying I know everything. But I've seen with my own eyes children, teenagers, young adults getting burnt out in the span of two years, three years, because they have been in a routine of serving and serving and serving and serving and serving and serving and serving, and, serving, and no one is filling them back up. They're not being filled. No one's discussing what they're going through. No one's discussing their emotions. And they're just dragging it along. They've just become so routine that they're not even thinking no more. They're just going through the motions, trying to get it done, trying to get it over with. That is not worshiping God. That is not serving unto the Lord. When you serve, right, <clears throat> it should be with joy. You should be happy to do so. It should be from the heart. You should be willing, serving from a place of love. We we are able to love because we were first love, right? That's God's example. That's him. He is love.
he showed us how to do it. Now we are able to love properly. That's what it should be. It should not be do this because I don't feel like doing it. Do that because I really don't want to do it. So I'm going to find somebody else to do it for me. Delegate, 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 delegate. All of the hard tasks, all of the tasks that are more embarrassing. What? I'm a pastor. I shouldn't have to do this. Oh, I'm a leader. I shouldn't have to do this. Stop delegating and stop casting it onto these kids. Certain things will be able to teach them a lesson, right? All for it. All for it. Teach them lessons. Do what you got to do. But stop forcing stuff on them, bro. Stop forcing that serving. They need to learn to serve with a willing heart and want to give to those who do not have. Want to be able to fill that gap for those who cannot fill it. Because that's what Jesus did for us. All right? When you force it on them, they didn't want to do it. So the fruit in that is is dead. It's useless. Because there was no willingness there. All right? When the Bible says give cheerfully, that means in your heart, you should want to give. And even, let's say, even, even when you don't want to give, right, nobody forced you. You When you are not able to give or you don't have to give, right, you got that's when you got to dig deep. That's when you really got to dig deep. Most people will tell you, oh, if you have $1, give like 99 cents, right? And you're like, what? That doesn't even make sense. Why, why would I do that? Then they'll say, um, if you have a dollar, what can you really do with a dollar anyway? Just give the 99 cents and something better will come, right? That's true. That's true. I'm not combating that. You will be blessed by being a blessing. Now, I'm not saying be stupid. Use wisdom. But at the same time, your heart posture is what matters. The size of your gift, according to what you have, does matter. And that's biblical. But your heart posture matters, too. You can give everything you have. But if you are doing it with evil intention to make somebody a slave unto you, to have some type of, to some, some type of uh, agenda, agenda or other you know, purpose for why you're giving this thing for your own glory, for people to worship you, that thing is in vain. So we need to be teaching one another how to serve from a willing a, a place of willingness of from from our heart basically all right you got to serve from the from your heart out of love in your heart you need to set that posture towards the lord and say for your glory for your honor for your praise i'm going to give what you have given me because it's not mine anyway you see what i'm saying once you set your heart on that you will want to give churches when you find people who want to serve who want to fill a gap it's completely different it's completely different from somebody that you're throwing in there just trying to fill a spot and you want them to serve and you're forcing them to serve they don't really want to be there so the the service is terrible they're going through the motions don't even care about what they're doing but when you find somebody who wants to be on the greeting team who wants to be on the media team who wants to be on the worship team all right and i'm not saying that's always going to be the case it's a we never want to do what we're supposed to do typically but people know the right thing to do people know the right thing to do you don't have to coerce them into doing it they need to get along with god and have that heart posture set on him so that they can go and serve properly 
I am not saying that that stuff can't be used. I'm not saying that, you know, if you are doing that, you're doing something wrong. Personally, I believe you should allow them to serve on their own terms. You see what I'm saying? Now, you can't do everything you want, but they should be able to serve on their own terms. Willingness. Willingness should matter, man. It should matter. They shouldn't be forced or coerced into serving. They need to serve from the heart and for the Lord. Not you, not themselves, for the Lord. Do these things as unto God. If you're going to do it, whatever you're doing, do it as if you're doing it unto the Lord. All right? Um, that's pretty much I ha- all I have, man, about serving and about selfishness. I hope you guys were able to get something from that. Um, if you have any questions or you got any uh, any things you, you want to get off your chest about it, I am open ears. I'm open ears. Remember, these are things that I've experienced in my life, things I've seen, you know, uh, results that I've seen from these things. And that's why I'm sharing. Hopefully it can help somebody else. If it's not for you, then it wasn't for you. But if it is, open your ears and hear, hear what I'm saying, I guess. All right. If you don't want to, it's fine. It's fine. You have your right. But at the end of the day, man, selfishness is not good for the body. We need to be in unity. I got an episode coming out talking about unity and dissension. It's going to be a lot like this one. So make sure y'all stay tuned for that. Um, and when it comes to serving, man, make sure you're serving with a heart, uh, heart posture towards God. All right. 